0: to the channel, man. This is American Dilly, and today is a special show, man. Today, I got Ritz on the show with me, and we're finna find out what the Dilly is, man. Ritz, how you doing, brother? Yeah, what up, man? How are you? Um, amazing, man. Amazing. Super hyped for this interview, bro. Super yeah, too, man. hyped, too, man.
1: Hey, first of all, man, thank you so much for all the love you show me, man, on all the reaction videos. You got some of the best reaction videos, period, out there, man. So it's a pleasure.
0: Dude, I appreciate that, man. Like... <clears throat> Sparking <and> water. <clears throat> um I appreciate that dude. The dude reactions are new for me. So so I was jumping in it and then uh I started getting comments that were like, Oh, I seen this on Ritz's Instagram and I was like, What? No way. <laughs> like no, like it was like a you know, it was like a, I was like, No, 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 no. And I went and checked and I was like, holy crap, like I I was in the house like yelling like babe.
1: Bad. That shit made my day, man. I saw your reaction. I was like,
0: "Yeah, somebody likes me. <laughs> Nobody gets it." <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. And and we had just um, I remember the first reaction too. We had had a onesie party at my house, man. So everybody was wearing these costumes and stuff. Nice. So I woke up, you know, just from off it, and I was like, "Oh, wrist drop new music." Well, let me, you know, I'm doing. I'm brand new into this reaction thing. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, when I found when I fa- first found out about your music, I believe it was a it was White Jesus Revival tour, uh, 2012. Okay. So I know that the White Jesus uh, mixtape came out before that. Yeah. Which leads me to be like, like how long have you been making music, man? Because it looks like the catalog is so extensive now. At this yeah, point. yeah, long time, long time. I think like
1: professionally, professionally, White Jesus, including White Jesus and White Jesus Revival, might be album eleven or project number eleven, maybe. Um. But, shit, man, I started rapping, I started writing in 92, I started rapping in 92, and um, around 95, I had a group called Rollo on Ritz, and from 95 to 2000, shit, probably three or five, we put out just so many, so much material, just to, in the neighborhood, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. was making tapes and shit, so yeah, it's been a long time, man, long
0: time. I didn't get a record until I was 32. Jeez. Yeah, so yeah you
1: were... Yeah, so it was like, I, you know, right when I thought it was going to be over, it happened
0: independent like the independent route for you all throughout the beginning of it when you started making music it was like we're gonna make these albums or these these cds and we're gonna we're gonna pound them out the trunk right oh yeah yeah for sure it was like the golden In- hustles i tried every every cd
1: selling hustle you know you can imagine especially around my town you know so it, it, and it and it works
0: yeah i remember that I, I i look at that like um not that music's different nowadays i mean it is but I looked at it almost like the golden age because I could go, you know, I, I was in St. Augustine. I could go to Jacksonville. People were selling CDs. So I would, you know, and at that right. point, too, you could grab something where you were somewhere. And you'd have something that nobody else had. And they'd be like, right. dude, where did you get this? Like, this is, you know, phenomenal. How did you? Yeah. So that was like the big mixtape era. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, they were good days, man. It was,
1: it was good times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I definitely, I was grinding then. You know, I mean, with me, it was funny with that mixtape era, I think, I've been rapping so goddamn long, during the mixtape era, I was like, oh, fuck, man, all these mixtapes, So now it's like, I wish it would go back to that, you know what I mean? Like, I, like you know,
0: complaining about it when, you know, it was dope. I do, man, and, and like the, the the DJs, it was like, you had to have a DJ, and this and this, and it was like, you brought you by so-and-so DJ, yeah. Yeah, yeah, where, where did you get this? Right, right, right. Damn, <laughs> hey, so... son. You know. <laughs> so music for you, for you, you've been doing it so long. Music's always been like a thing in 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 you, like it's been always. something like, like always a dream, right?
1: Always, always. When I was a kid, my dad played in bands. Um, my, my uncles played in bands. We always had music music equipment and like recording equipment at my house, even when it wasn't affordable. Way back in the eighties, you know. And um, so yeah, I've been. I've been recording on four track tapes to, the you know what I mean? So it's been just screaming, you know, so yeah, it's been, it's been a
0: long time. Well, it's great that it's, it's, it's great now that it's, it's just, it's, you're getting the fruits of your labor now, you know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's coming, coming forward. And I like that. Like, so when you came through and with the slow American stuff, with the white Jesus stuff, right. how did you bump into yellow wolf? Cause I know you, he's from Alabama. You're from Georgia. Yeah. How did that? So,
1: so speaking about like the mixtape time, I had a song called Seven Seven Zero, and I was like, it's about that's the area code where I'm at, it's Metro Atlanta, Gwinnett County. And I had like I went everywhere, put my CDs everywhere. Like you couldn't go to a corner store from at the other south side of town or north side. Like it's a lot of place to cover too. It's a lot of area to cover, and you couldn't go without seeing my face. So then I got retired. That song went on some kind of battleground shit on the radio, <laughs> and that song got retired. So I was getting, you know, they would let me in the clubs for free. You know, I was getting VIP treatment. You know, I'm the I'm the battleground champion, and all this shit. Everything was going good for me, and uh, just as quick as it was going good, as quick as it all just went. I really thought I was about to get on then, about around 2007. So when that happened, that was around 2008, 2009, when the fucking, uh, you know, all the houses, you know, the money was fucked up. I forgot what it's called, but yeah, the economy was all fucked up. Yeah. (laughs) 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 So at that point in time, I didn't have really any options. I shit. I've been around Atlanta for the last ten years trying to trying to get on, and um, I saw this guy. Actually, a guy recognized me. Uh, uh, my manager, Sender, he found me on MySpace, and uh, he was looking for rappers like in his town because he had moved to my area. So once I saw his page, he was in a crew called the Dixie Mafia, and the Dixie Mafia had Yellow Wolf in it.
0: Oh. So
1: I was seeing. So I was doing like these Atlanta shows. this, you know, Atlanta could be different. Like, there's a lot of different parts of Atlanta. You know what I mean? It's not just all one thing. So I was doing the more classic ATL shit, strip clubs, club shit, rapping behind the velvet rope. You know, you're in all these fucking dangerous-ass locations at night. No one's listening to you perform. Everybody's dancing. No one's clapping. You know, it's some real hood shit. You're yeah. Playing. And my music, my music is more meant for that the listener. You know what I mean? So, but I could never find a place to really break in. In Atlanta, that where people would listen to my lyrics. So once I found out about Dixie Mafia through my manager, I went out and saw a Yellow Wolf show, and they were like doing like these underground, like I don't want to call, them, I don't want to be a dick and call them backpack, but back then that's what I called them, like backpack clubs. You know, graffiti as artists and you know, shit I wasn't familiar with at all. But uh, when I saw him perform, I saw everybody listening, and you know, it was like a real crowd, like the kind of shows I want to do. I was like, man, I got to get down this dude's performing at you know so i ended up opening up for him um at his show at, i believe it was called lenny's and then we just started chopping it up and then after that you know we made it you know start talking and shit and made a couple records and that's just initially how, how how i met him you know he was doing he was doing more of the
0: backpack scene i was doing more of the strip club scene yeah but he was killing it though he was killing it oh yeah oh yeah,
1: yeah. I, can, I for, can understand. A lot of people lining up for his shows. A lot of people coming to see him. As opposed to me just going to open mic, you know, trying to be the best guy of the night. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. No, I, I can definitely understand. Because um, I'm from Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Florida. And yeah. it was like we almost had the same scene. We had both scenes in this in the town. You, whether you, were, you either need to be in the strip clubs or yeah. you were going to be at the backpack clubs. I, but I'm pretty sure that because I dug it out. Once I, once I found out about this interview, I dug it out. Um... White Jesus Revival Tour right here. I got Dang. you. That was you right there. And nice. uh, this was a group that I was in back in the day. So no we shit. opened up for you that night. No shit. Yeah, and that was like a backpack club. Like you said, graffiti and just right, right. just um, nonsense. But this, these are flyers I saved. And so some of them were like, like, that's a strip club. Yeah, that's dope. Oh. That's a strip club, you know what I mean? So I saw that. And then that was the album, too, that you were <laughs> you were sending out that night. Hell yeah, that's the yeah. show. So I was like I was like no no I got to I got I I I got this in here cuz it's the office. Meet? Pardon? Did we meet? Yeah, yeah yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, we hung out. Um uh, yeah. you know we hung out. That was uh you you like I said I mean I I believe it was fairly new. I guess I don't know that you had said that um that was right around the time where something was strange was about to happen. Right, right. And right. You, were, you were like, just stay posted. There's gonna be an announcement. You know what yeah, I mean? And I think like yeah. a week later, I was like, holy shit, he was like, he wasn't playing. That's what's up. How did that come about? How did how did like going from I get it going? You know, you meet Yellow Wolf, you are getting in that scene, and then Tech Tech's like a whole a whole nother level. I mean, that's yeah, the number yeah. one independent artist. You know, it's
1: cool. It's cool to have these conversations too, because a lot of times, like the fans don't really understand, like. I don't know the fans kind of group you in like i've always came up under somebody so came up under yellow wolf then came up under tech nine the fans kind of group you into those situations and this that and the other but it, it happened kind of weird i've always had my own thing going on here in georgia in atlanta yeah and uh, no when wolf kind of helped me out and then he had a major situation going on his goal was to start some american and have me be an artist his original goal was like, man, would we'll be like D-Real and uh, House of
0: Pain and uh, Cypress Hill, you know, that type of shit. Yeah. So I was like, oh, but he was so,
1: I don't think he realized, uh, actually he did realize, you know, how much he was getting pulled in every angle as an artist because he was hot. A lot going on. So he, you know, he was just honest with me and said, hey, man, I'm not really ready to do this American label shit. But I think he kind of felt, you know, like he needed to help me out to try to get me somewhere, you know. So hanging with him And just in the circles we've been in of knowing a lot of people, a lot of our friends had uh, major, major label deals. You know, some people were signing with Atlantic or Sony or Interscope or whatever. And a lot of them were getting shelved, you know, just sitting there. So, you know, just I slowly started learning the real industry at that point. And it was like, well, I don't want to sign with a major and get shelved. I also don't want to get told what type of music to make. Um, So what do we do? Because we didn't have money to start our own shit so uh so wolf was like hey he hit me up and was like hey i got tech nine here uh recording worldwide choppers i mean he didn't word it like that but tech nine and his, his crew chris calico Richie Abbott, was at tree sound studios here in here in uh Gwinnett. so shit i had just gotten off work at that point in time i was so desperate to like you know i was about to give it up so if wolf called i was there just to play my position and give it one more shot you know what i'm saying yeah definitely so um when I went there, yeah, I met Tech, and I met Chris Calico and Rich Abbott, and they just recorded Worldwide Choppers, and they played in my music. And the same, Will Power, who produced a lot of Trump music, um, shout out Will Power, uh, he had been out there to Strange's uh, compound out in Kansas City and told us all about it, showed us videos. So me and my manager was like, that might not be a bad place, you know what I'm saying, to try to get a deal at. So we just kind of worked that angle. And um, once I met Tech, and then we did Bloody Murder, and then it just happened.
0: Then it was just like you know, we talked to Travis, set the deal up, and then it was good to go. I yeah. think that was a, I think that was a sweet fit. Like I okay. remember the first time hearing you with Tech, I was like, dude, these guys like they're hold, holding it bar for bar, like together. Like I was like, all right, all this right. is a sweet now, mix. And they played my songs after
1: after they played the Worldwide Chopper. My shit sounds chopped and screwed. It sounds so slow, you know what I'm saying? They're so yeah. fat. Uh, But, yeah, man, it was a good fit, man. I went out there and um, signed with Strange, I think, 2012. My first album with them came out in 2013. But it it was an adjustment, you know what I'm saying? Because I I wasn't used to the Strange crowd. I had no knowledge of what that was. Before (laughs) I signed there, I had no clue. I uh, and this isn't a diss at all. I mean, I say this all the time. I, I just I listened to Tech 9 once in 1990, or nineteen ninety eight, probably when the gang related soundtrack came out. Yeah. And I seen them on like magazine covers and stuff, but I never really kept up with them, you know. <laughs> so when I signed to them, I didn't really know what was what, what their history was, how big of a cult it was, what you know, what was going to happen, what the stereotypes were about Strange, but they weren't. And I didn't know any of that. I just kind
0: of went into it like, hey, I'm about to get it, you know, let's go. Yeah, cause I rem- I remember when I when I first heard of Tech, it was like it was an article written up, and it was like um, for the gathering of the Juggalos or something, and it was like uh, Psychopathic Records, Redheaded Stepchild, and it showed him with the you know with all the hair, and so yeah, that's when I first started listening to him. But he's definitely become more now. It's uh, at, at that point it was like you know. Almost like wrestling, like how you know when a wrestler first comes out, it's like a, a strong, oh, strong gimmick, but then they get they get yeah, yeah, yeah. more more just organic and genuine as it goes. It's so. funny you say that wrestling because I, I have a lot
1: you know I always uh, I always compare like wrestling to a lot
0: of the ways like the fans look at uh, different artists. I don't want to change the topic too much. No, no, no. I mean, unfortunately,
1: with Strange man, the fans and I love the Strange fans. But they, you know, Tech's like Hulk Hogan, like the main guy, right? But then everybody else kind of picks their favorite wrestler. You know what I mean? Like, everybody else, I feel like we're just like, so that's the only thing. I was a little bit disappointed because I felt like I wasn't like, I would never be able to shine as my own Hulk Hogan. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like another wrestler they pick. It's just like, all right. No, Rich is my favorite other than Tech. No, this is my favorite. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah. It's true. They they do that a lot. Like we're all fucking wrestlers and shit. It's true. They need to get all y'all action figures, man. Because I know that would, that would definitely be a, <laughs> that would be a hit. <laughs> oh man, that'd be funny as fuck. It would. Oh. Hey, what is the what is the process when you when you go into the studio and write a song, man? Because you're fast, man. You chop it up. You, Thank you you like what is the process? You already have ideas? Is it something you write without the beat, or is it just like the nah, beat speaks nah, to the, you?
1: Uh, for me for me, rapping for so long um i'm so set in my ways of how i write right so like everybody these days and just period and it's it's not a bad thing it's just i don't do like i'm a little bit i'm a lot different than everybody else that i've met in the game i really haven't met anybody in the game that writes like me uh since i've been in it um everybody likes to vibe let's get up and vibe and create (laughs) (laughs) i'm a fucking psychopath man i'm very insecure i hate my raps i fucking you know so i get alone. I like being alone, I like getting shit through the email, and I, you know, I write, I just start writing, but I have to have the beats first, back in the day, I'd already, you know, I'd write little raps here and there, but I've been doing it for so long, my process is get the beat, hum out to it, see if I fuck with it, and then just start going, and then, um, you know, it, take, it takes me a long time to write, unless I'm just on it, you know, and some topics I am, you know, but it, unless I'm just on it, it takes a good, like, four or five hours. Maybe even, it could be six hours to a fucking day to write one verse. That's why a lot of rappers are like, yo, get that done. It's like, man, it's going to take me some time. I got to get over myself, then get in there, and then beat myself
0: up for a couple of days. And then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the process is fucking insane. It's a little mental, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, it's awesome, though, that, the, that, that that's how you say you do it. Because your sound is unique. Your style is unique. Growing up, what were the influences that you had that would that would create like this this Ritz style that we see? Because it's definitely different, you know what I mean? What's crazy?
1: You know, most of my main influences don't rap fast. You know, so um, the only fast rap I really ever listened to was Twista, right? So um, when I listened to Adrenaline Rush, I really really was into that and and Bone back in the day as well. Um, but my main influences was definitely Eminem and Outcat. Um, my first would definitely be outcast goody mob was the ones that really changed it for me when they came out it was like wow this is this is the type of rap shit I love it sounded like where I'm where I'm at you know and it was just it was great music I think to this day some of the best music ever made outcast and goody mob and um I used to try to imitate big boy my like, yeah is like from big boy yeah you know what I mean it's like his you know what I'm saying I kind of stole that from him but you know put my twist on it but yeah, I was so much. Yeah. I used to rap just like him, you know, so big boy, and then Eminem kind of fucked me up a little bit, I'll be honest, because I even, I say this because even, you know, every day as time goes by, and I just get, you know, in this game, and I'm trying to figure shit out, and just where I went, just just trying to figure it all out, I like, you know, Eminem kind of fucked me a little bit, it's not his fault, I kind of fucked myself, because when he came out, one, you had to be, to be a white rapper, you had to be the best lyrically, and when he came out, it was like something no one's ever heard. So I, I had to go back to the drawing board and be like, "Wow, I'm not close to that dude." So, I so from that point on, there was a lot of artists like I missed out on or didn't like get into that much because I was simply just on lyrics and be, being as good as Eminem for years. <laughs> and now it doesn't fucking matter. There's a million white dudes who suck, and you know none of it matters. No one gets. <laughs> So that's what I was saying. It kind of fucked me a little bit. Like, uh, you know, I, I, I put a lot into, maybe a little too much into just trying to be, I, I guess thinking that it would always be like this. There's just one white guy that's the best, you know, and did try to be like that, you know. Um, so yeah, but that was my main influences. And then what happened was with the uh, Fast Rap around 2003, 2004, right around when Atlanta started taking over the radio, right after that 50 Cent era in 2003. Oh, yeah. Um, Right around when Lil John came out, all the beats were on this slow tempo, right? And um, like T.I.'s and shit like that, all the beats were kind of slow. I mean, they'd be fast here and there, but the overall tempo was slow. Yeah. So, my rap on it slow. I kind of felt like I was doing the same thing as a T.I. or a lot of the other artists that were coming to my house to record. You know, so I was like, wait a minute, let me try to double time on this from it because there's never been a Southern rapper, at least not to my knowledge, that that double times. On that, you know, on that type of style and and raps how I rap, but double time, make it fast, and then make it smooth too with your own style on those type of beats, and that's just where my style ended up coming in, and that's where the Twister ended up coming into the uh the shit I got from back then, and ended up coming into the fold from my other influences. And Jay Z too was a big influence, Biggie, Pop, you know,
0: all that type of shit too. Yeah, I definitely, and you're right about that because I remember. Hearing you, and, I, and even now when I talk, like, when you know, when because we, we, at work, man, we talk about rappers, we talk about all this, and it's yeah. true, we say that, like, you know, there's fast people, but I'm like, man, but, but Ritz is fast on every song. Like, you listen yeah, but, to it, it's like, it's like it's consistent. It's a, it is like a bone or a twister, you know? I don't even really try to be fast.
1: Like, I don't really pride myself on being a fast rapper because there's so many people that rap faster. I just think the biggest misconception about fast rap is, like, and it sucks for me because I put so much time into making every, sure every word matches and all these syllables, and there's clever bars in there, and melodies. <laughs> I try to do all kinds of cool shit in there, but like they can hear somebody rap right after me It goes, I got a bottle, and a bottle, and a bottle, when I'm sitting in the bottle, and then they're like, oh, he's dope too, boy. It's like, I <laughs> can't tell the fucking difference. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that really irritates the fuck out of me, to be honest. But uh, so you know, because it's hard to distinguish to a trained ear, to not a, to someone who doesn't have a trained ear. So, but yeah, that does get on my nerve about, about <laughs> the fast rap. But it's me, Hey, it is what it is,
0: man. The people I, that do know what it is. <laughs> I can understand that. So you've done you've done music with, God, so many names. Is there still a dream collab out there that you're like? I just oh, want oh. this one. Oh, for
1: sure. There's all kinds of collabs out there. Um, You know, the thing is with collabs, I mean, I would name them. I mean, there's just tons of them. I mean, there's not really that many people from back in the day I wouldn't work with. There's a lot of new artists I'd love to work with as well. Once you, uh, you know what's fucked up? It's like once you're in it for so long and really learn how this shit works. It's just, like, trying to get the features and trying to do this. It just all becomes such a fucking pain, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just trying to make certain things happen. And it's not to be negative. It just is what it is. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, some of the, sometimes you link up with somebody and it works and you get the feature. But a lot of times, it's like, yo, man, I want to hear you with fucking Snoop Dogg. Or, yo, I want to hear you with, you know, whoever. Um, but, yo, it's not that easy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. Shit, that shit, you know, it takes some work. They're not just hopping on everybody's shit. <laughs> oh, Rich, you're dope. I got you, you know, you know what I mean? But, yeah, there's tons of people. I mean, Anchor 3000 is probably, you know, I'd love to do a song with him. Oh, that'd be awesome. I'd hate to write the verse with, uh, you know. <laughs> 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 or it'd take me fucking uh, two months.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. That would be, that would be awesome. When, I I'd what? love to do a with uh, Justin Timberlake and Chris Brown. That'd probably be my two that I'd really like to
1: do. <sighs> something with, yeah, one of those
0: Oh, that that would that would be that would be killer too, because they got the you know what I mean. Like Justin Timberlake's just got that voice. Yeah, I they, mean I'm not gonna hold my breath. <laughs> yeah, no, hey. You know what I mean? But that would be dope. Hey, that would be dope for me. Yeah, dude, that's why we said dream collab. I mean, anybody can. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that would do. That would be dope. That would be with your label now, man. Uh, CNT. Yep. That's what you're doing now. Um, CNT, bro. Yeah, man, you come come a long way. When did when I don't, I don't even know if you've had that feeling yet, but when did you feel like, like all right, y'all, we made it. Like, we're here. We're established. Or maybe you haven't. Maybe you're still grinding. Maybe in your mind. Nah, you no, know? you're still grinding, man. You know,
1: still grinding. I mean, there was a point that I, that I found. It. It's fun, Like I said, it's like, I'm at such a weird point in my life right now, especially with starting the label. And just really now I'm fully seasoned in on how the business is and how it works and, the, uh, you know, the pros and the cons. But, um... You know, I know when I first started with the with the Johnny Valiant album, you know, I was going to like 106 in Park. We did a radio run. I had a song on the charts, like not 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 an album on the charts, but a song getting up there on the top ten charts almost. And uh, you know, that was that was like, wow, I fucking made it. You know, I'm in Times Square doing my album release party at the 22 Two Pop got shot at Quad Studios. And I'm like first album I'm doing this in Quad and I'm here looking out Times Square, all these publicists and sh- I mean, all these, you know, news, people, journalists and listening yeah. to my sh- I'm like, it's only up from here, motherfucker. You know, so but then, you know, you realize, you realize a lot of that shit, hey, that shit costs money. <laughs> you know, what I'm do that type of shit. So, um, nah man, I haven't got to that point yet where I where it's like I made it. And it was weird too, because when I started CNT, I got off my contract in Strange after I fulfilled my four albums. But then there was a clause to keep me up that I couldn't do any music for a year. Or put out any music for a year So that really held me back You know what I'm saying So by the time I started the label um, Financially and everything else Was kind of in a weird situation And personally I had a fucked up situation I had to go to rehab Then I got out and put out my first album On the label, on my own label And then last year I really started getting into You know, it really started going like Oh shit, now I see how this is going to work for me So I put out Picture Perfect And the uh, Christmas album and so, so it almost seemed like, you know, I almost started seeing, ah, this is what it feels like. We made it, but it's almost there. Fucking Corona, man, fucked it up. <laughs> so, you know, I think maybe next year, you know, it'll be like, with well, me too. it's weird, man, you know, and, and I, I haven't really said this, but it's something I think about a lot. You know, when I was signed with Strange Music uh, for those from 2012 to uh, 2017 or 18, something like that, you know, I didn't have a chance to build my YouTube page. You know, everything had to go through Strange's page. So a lot of the guys that I thought were kind of on a lower level than me, that all those years they were building, 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 building. So I get off strange, and I'm back to, you know, I got like hundred thousand followers. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's a lot of rebuilding. And God bless Strange and all the, you know, yeah. the light they put me in front of and all the shit I learned. But basically, when when I started CNT, I basically had to start over again because it's like you know. You you have the fan base, but you got to get them into getting on your videos, getting into your page, subscribing your shit, and uh, do all that. So it's getting there, man. It's it's really it's going in the upward direction.
0: So that's a good thing. Yeah, you got to re re bring them in to you yeah. know re get them in because a lot more things. When we spoke, when we just talked about influences, do you ever think or is it is it crazy? Is it a crazy thought though? You've been doing this music, man. And that, you know, you had influences coming into it, but is is it crazy to think that, like, this next generation of mu- musicians coming out, these rappers, you are you very well could be on that list of, like, their influences, you know what I mean? Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. I see it all the time. I mean, to be honest, man, I, I, I've I seen it, like, as I go. You know, I've seen, like, I mean, I'm not calling out names. I just see people, people that have uh, rapped totally different. And then we might do something, and then they start rapping like me, and then they blow the fuck up. And you know, I got watched, it. I'm like, wait a second, I know where the fuck that comes from. So yeah, I see that. The only difference is them motherfuckers never admit that it's me, that, you know what I'm saying, yeah. that I got it. So, so yeah, I, I see that a lot, man. I see it a lot. And you know, it's something I had to, I used to get pissed off, like, I never get the credit, you know. But now it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? If I, if my style lent any influence, you know, it's all good. At least, uh, it, you know, hopefully they know uh, where it comes from. You know mm. what I mean, but yeah, man, fuck, that's that's awesome, man. If any, you know, and I can tell it too. Sometimes you'll hear a motherfucker <laughs> like a young dude, but it's cool though. I mean, you're supposed to give. That's how it works. You give the inspiration to the next generation. Um, but yeah, sometimes I'm fucked up with my job with my girl. I mean, you know, be, every time they go deep, like their work's fucked up and a girl and they
0: mm-hmm. rap fast. I'm like, ah, oh, you been listening to me, motherfucker? Ah, <laughs> end in that. <laughs> 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 then I hate my life. My girl's tripping. Let me get to bed. The bed. <laughs> That's great. So,
1: your, my note. <laughs> <laughs> and then that, like I said before, they rap all the bullshit words like "I was chosen, rose up the hose," and it's like, ah, oh, he's dope and rich. <laughs>
0: Fuck out of here. So, you said you said you had you know you got new you got I seen on Instagram like you've been working on stuff, man. You got new music yeah. getting ready to drop. Yeah, like really soon, really soon. I have a ton. You got
1: I can't really wait this Like I said, I was on a road, man Picture Perfect came out in October Then the Christmas album Then we had a little hiccup there At the end of the year And uh, right now I've just been recording all These last six months Just been getting it in that way I had shit released all year Going into the tour in the fall You know, and just really hit them over the head All kinds of shit, too Nice yeah really Happy with it, man. It's hard sitting on it, man. I want to go on, on Instagram every night and like
0: put out a new song and like they sit there, dude. You should, bro. <laughs> yeah, you get excited about them because you make them and you're listening. You're like, oh, they're gonna be these are this is dope. I just yeah, want people yeah, to yeah, hear yeah. it. <laughs> so, tour you said tour in the fall then. So now that yeah, everything's yeah. opening back up, you'll be back on stage and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I signed on to do the tour with tech. Um, shit, it's been a while now, but they pushed it back like three times during Corona. So now it's happening. Yeah, it's
0: going down. <laughs> That's yeah, going to be man. sweet. Yeah. Is, is that the same one? Um, was is, is Jelly going to be on that one? He, excuse me. He was. He had prior obligations. So oh, okay. when he jumped off, I, I came in. All right. And then I pushed back. Oh, all right. Either and way. I was big, though, man. Yeah. It's going to be a good tour. Oh, yeah. Either way, I'm sure all y'all bump into each other. That's That, that was one of the fun things I liked seeing when everybody, when it was out before Corona and everybody was on tour and stuff, you just see people like. Yeah, bump in right. in cities, and you'd be like, "Oh no, man! I wish I could have been in whatever city that was because yeah. it's like a once in a you know like a a thing that it's just a, hits." Crazy how quick
1: people forget too. Like I mean, human beings because like even me, I'm sitting there like for so much of my life it was like God, all I do is tour. I mean, this city, that city, this city, that city. I know you know the touring shit's like the back of my hand, and now it's like I'm a little intimidated. Like how do I tour? You know. What I'm saying? Like, you just forget so easily, you know what I mean. What it's like, but man, I'm looking forward to
0: it, man. Nice. So I know with um, I know you were doing like you had started doing you know the starving artist thing, the cooking thing, yeah. getting into cooking and stuff. Like I guess you're pretty you're pretty much a foodie, and you like to okay. get down on it. Herb, man, that's all I do. Yeah, yeah. Did that? So with quarantine, I mean that just allowed you to. I know you weren't allowed to go anywhere, so did that just kick yeah. off food even more? it didn't
1: man you know why because like what people don't realize is, is that you know cause people ask me all the time like yo what's up a starving artist and it's definitely something I'm doing for sure i just when i first did it it was kind of like let's let's try to do this with cameras and shit and then it was, it was cool it was good but i wanted to take it up to and- another level like production-wise just make it a little cleaner make them a little shorter you know tighten them up but when corona came no touring that's most of my income and mm. to make recipes man you got to go to the grocery store and buy hundreds of dollars worth of shit you oh. got to it out make the recipe to see if it's good enough for them to remake then do it again then have a place to store it in your home it's it's very it's and you got to pay the video people editing it's 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 costly you know what I mean? So it's not quite as easy as like, yo. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you are doing recipes for someone to recreate. So yeah. when I'm whenever I'm ready to get like, we're actually ready to do it. Um, it's just kind of just trying to figure out, you know, where it fits in the priority
0: list of um, going and doing like a, you know, doing like two seasons worth really mm-hmm. nicely done and just putting it out there. Yeah. But it's be a lot of testing, man.
1: It's gonna get me fat as a motherfucker.
0: You know. Yeah. Oh, man. I like that's that's one thing about. About marriage, since I've been married, man, people look at me and they're like, damn. Damn, Dilly, you done gained a lot of weight. I'm like, look, I'm enjoying my life, man. I'm married now. I'm enjoying my life, you know? <laughs> like, it's always like a good buddy, too. It's like, hey, dude, you hitting the gym? Like, hey, man, fuck off my titties, man. Get out of here. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's always, it's always you know, cause, you know, being in the Navy, man, I'm real close with my coworkers, but it's always them. They're always like, hey, man, I, you know, you the uniform's getting kind of tight on you. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, my manager's the same way, dude. You look faceless, looking a little swollen in that interview with American Billy, man. Like, that's funny, man. I never thought about that. <laughs> that's just the obvious, motherfucker. Yeah, like, I don't look in the mirror.
1: So, but so, no, so, <laughs> definitely something I'm going to do, man. I got, I got, dude, is crazy, man. I'm not, not allowed to talk about it just contractually, but I got, like, blessed with some really cool opportunities to be on some really big shows and really, I was uh, while I was doing um, while I was doing uh, picture perfect. I was supposed to be on this huge cooking show, and they're having me do all this stuff. They're waving all these rules for me just because they want this rapper on there. So like I had a show on Red Rocks, which is like this huge venue.
0: I don't know if you know about it. In Cal- I mean, in Colorado. Oh yeah. yeah. But I had that on the weekend and it's like, okay, cool, but this TV show wants you to bake a pie crust, do a perfect
1: salmon, do a perfect dip, do a creme on do this, and they went it by Monday. And I gotta to go to Colorado to three thousand people. But I went on this show bad as a motherfucker, because it could change my life. So I did it. I went through all this shit. They are acting like they were gonna wave it. And I was recording that song Hell and Back and I got the call. Thank you for participating, but we've chose to roll somebody else. <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker, man. I thought I had it, man. But the food shit is definitely uh definitely something i'll be i'll be doing for sure
0: yeah do you think that's gonna be on your regular youtube or maybe it's a, a new channel or maybe it'll something be,
1: that it'll be on a regular youtube it's just i just want to do it right
0: you know and yeah. i definitely want to have a cookbook to follow it up oh yeah release like yeah. a like ritz co- like starving artist cookbook yeah, like starving artist cookbook so
1: that's that's the move it's just you know it's just getting a, it's just like trying to figure it out where it lies business-wise because you got to get a budget for it mm-hmm. and, you know make it
0: because you already got the, you already, I've seen you got knives. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I can already see people buy, buying the cookbook apron knives. And, and Yeah, man, me too, me too. And look, then people, my food videos
1: get more looks than anything else, you know? I can be like, yep, new song, best verse I've ever written. <laughs> it's like show a picture of a hamburger. It's got like 50,000 more likes than it, you know? <laughs> People are like, why are you posting? Don't do it, Hit Me Up. It was in years. Too much food, unfollow. All right, spot, man. What's up? It's like, you know, the, You know the hamburger was rapping, right?
0: You know. Hey, hey. Jesus Christ, what do you want me to do? Rap and tap dance all day? <laughs> you think something like that would ever hit maybe like Netflix? I see they have a lot of shows like that. Dude, I, I think so, man. I, I think
1: I there's something inside of me that thinks, you know, that's, that's basically my exit plan. I want to go that route, you know, because mm. I love it. You know for one i just love to do it and i think i'm pretty good at it and food isn't competitive it's more i mean it is if you're in a competition but it's more like tasting other people's stuff and learning and trying to better yourself it's just cool man i just i just love food i love the whole culture it's calm it's just you know it's dope so i think that that'll be not only a good thing for my life just livelihood I, you know money as well i think it could be definitely something i can you know for business oh yeah
0: definitely all right well I'm looking forward to it because, like I said, I enjoy watching all of that stuff. I, I... Dude, it's, it's crazy, man. You know,
1: I, everybody hates that term. Uh, everybody uses the term. I don't mean to fan out or fanboy and shit. So, like, uh, but I don't really believe in that too yeah. much. If you're a fan of somebody, just be a fan. But so I'm not too many. I am not that big of a fan of that many rappers, just because you know I'm older. I've been listening to rap music for a long time. But if I see one of them Food Network motherfuckers down the street, I'm, Bobby, <laughs> you know, if I see Bobby Flay.
0: Autograph my ass, Bobby. I think that's just, uh, that might just be, like like you said, like an age thing. Because I know, when I was younger, I used to watch, like, you know, the music channels and stuff. And I used to get real into it. And nowadays, man, you put some HGTV on. And those oh. dudes building houses, and I'm yeah, like, all right, babe, this is what we're finna do. You know, like, <laughs> we're gonna remodel that, the, the, the living room, you know? Like. You ever see him in public, you're like, that's the guy from HD. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we go on deployment, we'll, we'll probably watch HGTV for seven months straight, you know what I mean? Oh, like dude, that's what
1: happened to me with food. I, I know, Look, my, my mom and dad aren't cooks. you know, my dad is learning constant. he only eats ketchup. Like, no lettuce, tomato, no, onions. you know, very picky eater, so I grew up not... <laughs> that's the food, you know, so, uh, yeah, shit, I forgot that, but yeah, I love that shit, man.
0: (laughs) So, I know you just said you're not a big fan of of, um, a lot of rappers, but who would you, like, who would you put in your top five, as far as what you listen to? I'm not a fan, it's
1: not that I'm not a fan, it's just that I don't have that many that come out, it's like, oh, wow, like, this was so, you know, there was, there was, like, Eminem, Snoop Dogg, 50 Cent, I think when Drake came out might have been the last one that like really was like, oh, this is cool. Like other than that, it's just been like whatever. But what were you saying
0: though? So what do you So, what do you listen, like also like with cooking or just around the house, like what type of music do you, do you listen to rap or do you, are you on a more of a classical level or? Yeah, I don't listen to rap that much. I mean, I do, I check in with a
1: lot of the upcoming rappers um, and yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. I listen to rap. I mean, I'll go yeah. on some shit. i like immature as hell, like I'm fucking eighteen watching files. <laughs> King Von verse, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, you know, I like these Chicago rappers a lot, man. I, I like a lot of these new rappers that are coming up, um but I've definitely been having to listen to them. But nah, man, I, I like uh, I don't know, I like Melody so much, man. I um, I'm a huge steamy Wonder fan, sade Um, but to be honest, I really don't get to listen to music much. Because I'm not if I'm not riding around, I'm not the type to keep some headphones in my ear. Right. You know? So like, but it's cool though. I um, I listen to who I listen to, and then every now and then somebody will come across and be like, "Whoa, that's that's cool." But um, but yeah, I don't I don't really listen to much, man. If I do though, I'll have it like on like old seventies videos playing in the background, and just I try to study a lot of songwriting, how people come up, and I also like listening to pop music too about how people like it helps me write choruses and song structure shit like
0: that that makes sense i mean that I'll makes be, sense and, be and be some horsey, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense i mean i'm fine i'm finding as i get older you know you tend to, to you tend to, to, to i don't know i don't know what it is are you gravitating to like something you heard as, as a child listening to or something because that's what i'm doing i'm like i'm listening to songs and i'm like wait a minute man you know my parents used to play this and i as a kid you'd be like Oh, turn this off! This is you're not cool. And nowadays, it's like, man, yeah, oh yeah, put that on. Yeah, 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 I yeah. I don't know if it's a comforting thing, but <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I, I like that kind of, uh, you know, I just like old shit. You know what I'm saying? I like that. uh yeah, I'll be like, in the night. You know that old Christmas, What is it Crystal lacrosse or some shit, whatever? For
0: Christian lacrosse, crazy shit like Night the win it's like the you know the easy sing along to stuff, man. You can just in- enjoy yourself and, and 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 you can do something while you're doing it. It's not like yeah. overthought, you know? you know. You're cooking or cleaning or I'm, I do a lot of yard work, so I mean I'm out you know doing whatever. And it's like oh, that's, okay, that's hitting me good right now. Elton John for some reason Elton John is good grass cutting music. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I got man, no weird shit
1: like that. Like what the fuck? Why do I like this? But you know. Rap-wise, I just listen to like crazy, like I said, I've been listening to a lot of Chicago shit, I like, you know, I like, I do like 21 Savage a lot, um, there's a, there's a lot of rappers that I, that I enjoy, but it's just, I, I, I don't have a lot of time to like go through a lot of people's projects, you know
0: what I'm saying, and really sit back and just chill the music, there's so much going on. Makes sense, man, you got a lot going on, you do. Um, so, like you said, man, you got new, new music coming out, tours coming in, in the fall, a lot of stuff for the fans to be waiting on. Oh, yeah. So, uh, I'm sure... I got, I got really, really cool
1: shit coming out. It should be the, being announced pretty soon. Another product of mine that I just got involved with that, I, that I'm crazy excited about. Um, So, ready for that one, too. Awesome. This is else coming. So, yeah, a lot of merch stuff. And just, uh, like I said, getting ready to launch
0: all this new music. Well, I yeah. can't wait. I can't wait for that. And I know a lot of fans out there can't wait for it either. You know what I mean? So, we'll be watching and... Um, like I said, man, I really appreciate you coming on here and doing this. This was, this was probably one of the interviews I was most like s- scatterbrained for before it. Cause I was like, Oh my God, really? you know, like, cause you know, you know, you do, no, I talk you do, to I people. But... you, bro. I appreciate
1: you. You actually started me watching those reaction videos. You created a monster. <laughs> Extra reading comment down there, so it's like read a hundred good ones, oh man, sudden saw it. I'm Like, God damn
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You yeah, well, can't please everybody on YouTube, man, but uh, I just love uh, it. You know? know I'm just kidding. I, I got over that shit years ago, but I
1: did do that the other day. And I believe it was because of you. I ended up going on the on the day of like just reading comments. I'm like, why am I doing this? Just wanna get, get in a bad mood?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The good ones make me feel real good and then the bad ones I'm just like I just pretend I didn't read that. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. I would just pretend I didn't read that. Well, well, Ritz man, it was a pleasure talking with you. It was a pleasure getting to chop it up and Yo, find man. out all this cool stuff, man. You know, so. yeah, it's a lot going on. A lot going on. A lot of big announcements coming up uh, with some products, like I said, products I'm involved with. New
1: albums coming out. New projects. Just so I don't, you know, releasing shit's weird. You know how we're doing it this time. Um, not really weird. It's just a new new way people consume music. Yeah. So I'm dabbling in some new new shit and I release a lot of music different ways. So,
0: yeah, man. Sweet, bro. Well, we can't wait, man. So, heck yeah. <laughs> well, dude, thank you very much, man. I can't wait to hear the new new music. And keep doing your thing, man. You're
1: killing
0: it, bro. Awesome, brother. Well, I appreciate you. And I'll definitely let you know when I post this, man. Because, you know, I'll, I'll tag you on Instagram and all that. All yeah, stuff, yeah. So. Tag me up. That way I
1: can post it. Do
0: whatever. Push it. All right, brother. Well, it's good chatting Thanks with you. you, man. Appreciate yeah, man. you. Have a great night, man. Much love. You too, brother. Peace. All right, bro. It's America.